What's going on, everyone? How y'all doing today? Welcome to the Prodigal Sons Podcast. Man, Prodigal Sons Podcast, man. What episode are we on? 13. I think we ask each other that every we time. We do. We ask, yep, every single time. Well, 13. Hey, at least I got it. You got it right, so I just agreed with you this time instead of <laughs> I hope it's so right. Com- acting so confident <laughs> and that it was 10 and it was 11. I hope it's right. I hope I'm right. We should probably check that out before we talk about it. I think it. we're good. No. We talked. It's, it's this 13. It's got to be episode and 13. Then, so, we, we've been talking about uh, seasons. Yeah. And we've talked about... Uh, what God's done for us. Mm-hmm. We've talked about where God has brought us from. Yep. Uh, what God has brought us through. Mm-hmm. What else have we talked about? Um, we talked about letting go. Yep, letting go. Talked yeah. about letting God have what we're not designed to carry. Yeah. Talked about holding on to stuff. Yeah. Um, we've talked. We've talked about uh, baptism. Baptism. We talked about baptism. And uh, talk we talked li- about community. Yeah, a little bit about community. <coughs> yeah, we've got some good stuff so we've got far. Some good stuff. Yeah, we have. It's been really good, man. Thirteen weeks. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, it, it's gone by that. And and we started on my living room couch. <laughs> yeah, man. I <laughs> you remember. You couldn't see us. You couldn't hardly hear us, but you could hear you the. You could dog hear everyone else. You could yeah. hear everybody else. Yeah. No, I re- and one microphone, no lights, no yeah. backdrop. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is good, man. It's progressing really well. God's yeah. doing some good stuff with it. So, well, I know we've talked about um, upgrading the for a camera, getting a better camera. Yeah, man, I'm excited time. to see what that's going to be like once yeah. we get that. Yeah, and um, and possibly uh, following some of Tristan's uh, examples, using some props. Yes, for future episodes. That is very for exciting for me. Yep. I want to do that. No, it's exciting for me too. It's, 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 been it's good. hard for me to sit here for an hour. So if we can move <laughs> around doing stuff, it'd be a lot easier for me so, with props. Well, that's something we'll have to work out because we'll definitely have to have a bigger backdrop if we're going to uh, be standing up. Because y'all can't see it. I don't know if you <clears throat> if you all watch or if you just listen, but uh, we do have a backdrop that we've built, and it's got our Prodigal Sons podcast logo on it. We got a couch. But it's only about a foot further than I am on either side. Yeah. And about a foot higher than my arm. And so. then it's the garage. And then it's the garage. Yep. We're just we just film in the garage. Nothing fancy. It's like a movie set, man. Yeah. It looks like we're in a really fancy studio and yeah. <laughs> it's just the garage. At but my it's house. just wheel in walls. Yeah, it is. They are. They are on wheels. I mean, that's how they do the mo- a lot of the movies. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. Well, and green screens anymore. Green screens, yeah. We ain't that fancy, bro. No, not even close. No, but, we don't uh, need green. We're it's good. been good though, man. Like, I've gotten so much out of this, and I know, man. It seems like every week there's somebody talking to us at church about it. Yeah, um, about it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, how much they enjoy it, or how much it's helped them, and I don't know how many people we've had. Hey, let us know if you need any help. We'll help you. Yeah, man. You know, there's some good people out there, man. That definitely wanna wanna help out, and yeah, and that's extremely that's appreciated. And encouraging, yeah, yeah. It's encouraging to know that something that we felt like God placed on our heart to do is um, stirring something in somebody else's heart. Yeah. So. So the last the last two episodes we talked about keeping our hands open to God and letting Him have access to what He's given us, so He can give and take away as needed. So yeah. we're not holding on to something that we're not designed to hold on to in yeah. that season. Um. We had originally thought about maybe taking it further than two episodes, but 
We hit God's, it on a lot. God's going a different direction with yep. it. And that's and, what we um, said we would do. We'd let God drive this ship. Yeah. Steer this ship. So today we're going to talk about our childhood faith. Yeah. Um, how we were as kids and our walk with God when we were just little ones. Just kids. Yeah, yeah. just like little kids. Yeah. And how we got to where we're at now with yeah. our relationship with God. And I think that's exciting, man. Yeah. You know, because that now we get to kind of relive yeah, we get to walk back into our past and yeah. reflect on some stuff that we walked through that God has brought us through. And, um, you know, something that comes to mind is uh, childhood or childlike faith. Yeah. If we can have faith like a child, then because I think as you get older and you become an adult and you are really in the world, um, it can be really easy to not have the faith that we should have. Mm hmm. Because we have a better understanding of what the world says. Right. Whereas kids. I believed in dragons. There you go. And fairy tales. Yeah. And so we have this uh, childlike faith, childlike understanding of what God says he will do. And I really feel like that's, it can be a stronger faith than what we could have as an adult. Um, because like you said, the. Our imaginations are different. We don't yeah. use them like we did when we were The kids. influence aren't the are not what are they different. are yep. now. <clears throat> yep. So yeah. So uh I know for me, like I said, I don't we've talked a little bit about this. You know, um my mom took us to church as kids and I kinda remember going to Sunday school when I lived in Indiana mm-hmm. and they had like the felt board. Did you did the church you go to have like one of the felt boards with like the felt characters? And they could stick them up on the board to tell the stories from the Bible. Not that I can remember, okay. no. So they had like a, a backdrop and it had a felt board on it. And they'd have little figurines, like little felt figurines. And they'd stick them up there as they're telling Bible stories. So you had this visual, again, a visualization. Yeah. You know, a prop um, to help you better understand like David and Goliath. And it was, it was like David was little. And Goliath was super big. That's cool. Good and illustrations, yeah. So That's I remember good. that. And it was like of course this was back in the early 90s and uh the classroom that i was in i remember that it was all wood paneling super dark super brown yeah yeah but yeah i remember going to sunday school as a kid um and then of course mom and dad moved us to arkansas when i was 12 11 or 12 and i don't remember going to sunday school a whole lot then um I do remember going to church, like we'd be in and out of church, and uh, I remember when me and my sister started going to First Assembly of God in Harrison, um, as a youth, if you wanted to be part of an extracurricular activity, or if it was like they were doing a trip or something like that, Mm -hmm. you couldn't just come to youth, they wanted you in church, so like, you had to be there for Sunday, you had to be there for uh, Sunday school, and you had to be there um, Sunday nights. But, uh, so we started, me and my sisters, we started going to Sunday school and, uh, actually I had telling you here a while back that I had one of my very first Sunday school teachers. I remember. Yeah. She reached out to you. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. And, uh, it was like, there's a photo that she's got and I've seen her posted on Facebook several times over the years and we had a huge class. I mean, there was probably 20 kids, maybe even a little bit more that were all part of her class kids that I went to school with, kids that I just knew from uh, youth. And, uh, man, I remember, yeah, sitting in there, 
during Sunday school and just like learning, learning the Bible. Like yeah. it was like a, a teaching mm-hmm. of what it was and uh, being active in that every week and, and then going to service. And man, I remember like Sundays were church. That's all it was. And yeah. then Sunday night services was more like a, uh, again, it was more of a teaching, mm-hmm. you know, they'd have a small worship time. Um, but for the most part, it was, it was a teaching. So what about you? That's what good. What was it like for you? <laughs> so I, I was, man, from what I can remember and what my mother's told me, we talked about it several times and, you know, she used to take me, take me to church with her when I was real little, but. It was, I was always, like we had talked about before, you know, I, I, I was always, every time they'd sing, I'd run up there and, mm-hmm. and I, I could never, never stay in my seat. So it, it got to where she would like think about not taking me anymore. Cause I was always running up there and, yeah. and, and wanting to be on stage and, and sing and, still and want dance to be up and stuff. And sing and dance still and want stuff. to, <laughs> Philip. Still want to, Philip. Come on, Pastor Phil. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, man, it was always a it was always a an exciting thing for me, and I remember I remember going to uh, First United Methodist Church in Quinlan, um, and that's when I first started youth. That's when I was old enough to start doing youth with the church, and um, man, it was like like hanging out with the youth pastor made me want to be a youth pastor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. just seeing what he what he, he was did. A good dude. Yeah, and and you know he he put a lot of time and effort into us to keep us you know to keep us um, involved involved in the church and and you know to keep us out of trouble and like time that he didn't have to you know dedicate, yeah he didn't have to invest you know but he he did yeah but uh and then you know the pastor Larry he was he was awesome man he was real good with us as well he played was that around the with us a lot senior pastor yeah okay. And, um, so yeah, you know, I'd go on Wednesdays to youth and, uh, we had, man, the, the, uh, the church camps were the best for me. Yeah. Um, a lot of really good things happened at church camp. You know, my, I found out from my mother that, that I actually got saved at church camp. I was baptized and like she, I never even told her about it. Like she had someone else from church tell her that I okay. did. For some reason, I I didn't share that with her. But um, but it was like I was making my own my own decisions with God at an early age. Like I had yeah. a, a really close connection with Him. Even, I mean, even my my family when I was young, even younger than youth. Um, when there was an issue in the family, they would call my mom and have her get me to pray for him because yeah, things would happen when I would pray. Yeah. You know what I mean? They always felt like I had a really special connection with God. And um, so when, when there was illnesses in the family or issues issues that the family were having, then, you know, they would call and have me pray. And by the grace of God, things would happen, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that would work. Childlike um, faith. Yeah, man. Childlike um, faith. And, you know, my mother was telling me that when I was a kid, I used to have nightmares and I would fall out of bed every night. And she told me, she was like, well, and this is when my, the prayer, the praying got big for me. 
um, she was like, well, pray to God that he doesn't let that happen again. Mm. So I would pray every night and yeah. I would never, I never fell out of bed again. I never had a nightmare again. I never fell out of bed again. So I was like, man, you know, this is, you know, there is a God, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, um, and, uh, there was a, there was a time when, when an aunt called and we had issues with the family and uh, she wanted me to pray for her over the phone, and I prayed for her over the phone, and she called back the next day, and everything was was taken care of. Yeah. And I mean, I was so young, man. I I don't even know if I knew what I was saying. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But um, and and you know, I used to read the Bible to my mom, but didn't even know what I couldn't even read at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was just yeah. you know reading stuff out of the Bible, but and I got this this baby Bible, uh, which was given to me when I was born. And I actually have, I was looking through it and I've never actually looked through this before, but I was looking through and there's a bunch of scriptures that are high, that I highlighted when I was a kid and I have no idea what they are. (laughs) We're about to find out. So I want to read a few of those just to see what was going through my head at the time. Um, so this one is Psalms um, 28, verse 7. It says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiced, and with my song will I praise him. So that's one of them. And then another one is in Isaiah. It's Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And let's see, there's another one in Isaiah, but I want to see if I can move to something else. Alright, here's one in Romans. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 says, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth to Lord, to Lord Jesus... And shall believe in their heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Sorry, I don't know. I can't read King James. <laughs> so I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to con- convert it and read it. Uh, but yeah, man. So like, I was always, I was always trying to. Even as a kid, man, I was always trying to to live for God. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and like I've told you before, I've always felt like you've had this. Uh, different connection with God like this supernatural connection with God and that he's got huge plans for you so it makes sense to me like stuff like that where you're talking about with your family reaching out to your mom to have you pray for you and um, I was wanting to be up on stage at church yeah. as a kid and you know, I'm, I remember uh, mom you, you mentioned about doing prayers at night I remember my mom she would put us to bed and we'd have our bedtime prayers yeah, and uh, that's something that me and Heather have tried to always instill in our kids is we always every night, even now, um, all of us will go into the bedroom and we'll all pray, and it's not just me praying or just Heather. Like the majority of the time, it's the kids that are praying. Wow, and that's so good. That's something that we've always tried to instill in them, you know, to make sure that they have that understanding of that childlike faith to to talk to their father, their, yeah, their heavenly father, and have that understanding that he hears us and he answers prayers and 
so that's really good. I think that's I think that's huge when you can start something like that in a kid's life for them young to have that understanding yeah. that you can talk to God. Well, and something awesome that happened, and I I think I mentioned it on here before. I know I've told you about it. Some, you know, results, man, really makes a difference. And I know you can't always expect to see a result just to, to in order for you to believe in something because it's, it's going to come when God wants it to come and it's going to happen how God wants it to happen. But, like, I don't know why, but a lot of the stuff that I talk to God about, he's, just with me, just from experience, he's really quick to answer me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one the one time at church camp, I had I had broke my ankle before mm-hmm. church camp, and um, and I went. I was like, man, th- you know, I think it was it was probably my first church camp, and I was like, man, I really wanted to go, yeah. you know. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go anyways, right? So I had one of the it, it was a, a temporary cast and crutches, and I was like, well, I'm I'm gonna go anyways. And they said it was gonna be like six weeks or something before they could take it off. And I got to church camp, and they prayed for me. The whole church camp prayed for me that night for my ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the next morning, I woke up, and my ankle was healed. Like, no lie, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's when it was like, wow. You know what I mean? And, and it doesn't always work that way. Like, if, if you don't, and that's one thing we got to realize, like, he's not, He's not a, a a genie. No. You know what I mean? No, you, he's you don't not. just, ah, I want a new car in the driveway in the morning. Right. And you wake up and no. it's there. You know what I mean? But there are miracles. Like, yeah. God does perform miracles. Yeah. And and just um, to, to have something like that happen as a kid really strengthens your belief. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. It, it gives you a firm foundation to start your life on. Yeah. When you know that God can do those kind of things. Yeah. And I think that's something that's also helped me along along my journey with God is, you know, the incredible things he's done for me. I mean, you know, people talk about all the time, you know, I've seen you do it once. I know you'll do it again. And, man, that's that's the strongest belief I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm, there's there's that side of him. But I think there's also the side of God that, like, as a kid, uh, my grandfather, my mom's dad, um, well, it was it's her stepdad, but that's who, her dad died when she was really young. But so he was who I knew as my grandpa. And yeah. I was probably nine or 10 when he passed away. And I just remember being so brokenhearted. And because like, I loved my grandpa. And uh, I remember laying in bed after he had passed, just talking to God and talking about how much I missed him and that I just wanted to see him one more time. And. I could still it, like it's still vivid now. Um, it was like God gave me time with my grandfather yeah. through dreams. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like having like a conversation with him and having that feeling that physical connection with him. And uh, then as a much older as adult, uh, my dad's dad, uh, he passed away. I want to say it's been six or seven years ago. And it was like, I didn't have a good connection with him. I didn't have a good um, relationship with him, but it was kind of the same thing. Like I didn't get the opportunity to go up and be part of 
um, his memorial and the funeral services. Um, but it was the same thing that God gave me uh, an opportunity to say goodbye through dreams. And I feel like that's something that God will do for us, not, not just physical miracles, but um, spiritual miracles. Oh, yeah. He gave me the opportunity to have uh, a connection with both of them again. And that's not to say that that was the only time I'll see them again, because when the Lord calls us home, I know I will. But it gave me comfort on earth in the time that I needed it. You know, yeah. the time that um, before up to the point where my dad's dad was about to pass. I remember talking to him on the phone quite a few times and uh, which was good. It was good to have that time to talk with him, and but uh, I think again that's just a a childlike faith mm-hmm. to know that God will do those kind of things, um, and to bring be brought up in that kind of understanding is huge. Going into this life, going walking on this earth, um, and that's something that I want instilled in my kids is for them to have that understanding of who God is. And, and I see it, I see it in them, you know, um, Eden's a, a powerhouse. I, and that's not me saying that that's other people in the church that have come up to me and talked to me about how influential she is to other kids and younger kids and even leading adults. And Hayden's the same way. Like he helps in worship for kids. And, uh, last Wednesday was his first week at youth. And so that's exciting. And to know that they're going to be growing up in an even stronger understanding of who yeah. God is than what I did. No, that's cool, man. Especially seeing seeing Hayden, you know, there on Wednesday, yeah. like his first time. Yep. You know what I mean? That's because I remember when I was going, you know, as a kid, man, and that was very influential to me. You know, having people my age kind of, you know that are there before me kind of show me the ropes and, and guide me through through my first times at, at church camp and make you feel welcome. And everyone there is very welcoming. Yeah. And very. so I think that's good for him, especially with his sister being there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Seeing his well, sister because now he's able to not just watch other kids, but he's able to watch his big sister mm-hmm. set an example yeah. like she does. And then now he can grow up into that same yeah. example. And there's a lot of good kids there, a lot of – uh, young adult <laughs> leaders. Um, Tyler, I talked to him on Wednesday night, and he made uh, and he went and talked to Hayden before service, you know, and and was around him. And then, um, what is the guy's name that we have both like? Man, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Uh, younger kid, tall, always smiling. Um, super energetic you would ask me one day what his name was because uh we were sitting there at the table i don't know i'm just kind of blathering right now but anyways there's lots of young adult leaders there i'm gonna go with i want to say Wyatt, but i know it's not Wyatt. that's somebody that's not there anymore um i don't know you know who i'm talking about you'd see him be like, oh yeah i know you don't anyways there's lots of young leaders there that are going to surround Hayden and encourage him, especially with it being something new. And yeah, because uh, there's he's 11, and there's kids that are fixing to graduate high school that are part of youth. So that's seven to eight years difference in age, and 
but there's a lot of good leaders there. They're going to just continue to do what our church has already done. And that's help him build his faith, help him build his relationship with God and, yeah. and to make yeah. him feel comfortable there. Cause it's new, you know, and this episode will actually air after a very big announcement is made at our church. So we can talk about it on this episode. Um, our church, more church, has been in a set-up and tear-down season for three years, mm-hmm. and we just bought a building. Yes, and it is a godsend. It's a blessing, um, and so it wasn't just a blessing to our church. It was a blessing to three churches, including ours. And man, that we were there Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night we were there. Wait on the Lord. And man, we just listened to that it. man. We've been, you know, it. trying to do so many things, and like Tristan had said, you know, he was trying to be the one to get it done, to get it done, to get it done, to get yep. it done. And he, when he but, finally quit trying, but once once he gave it to God, and we waited on the Lord, God had something that even yep. it, God we could God was able to do something that we could never imagine. Well, I mean, we could. And when you wait on the Lord, that's what that's what yeah. He'll do. When you wait on Him, when you let the timeline be His timeline, not yep. your timeline, then you know on. we could have easily pushed it as hard as we could have and started building something, but we wouldn't have helped other churches in the progress. Yeah, exactly. Well, and so like in the process, you know what I mean. Hayden's youth is going to be in this new building. Like yeah. we've got four yeah. weeks left at the north campus and then they'll be in our new we'll be in our new church our new building and so i'm excited for that for him because like eden's got to enjoy youth like she got to enjoy youth at the matlock building and she's got to enjoy youth at the north campus and now she'll she'll still have three years that she will get to experience it um at our arlington campus and so i'm excited for that for her but i'm also excited for hayden because it's going to be a brand new building, brand new youth. Like I feel like for him, it'll be more of a, this is mine because he'll go into it brand new. Yeah. And so again, it's one of those things as a kid getting to experience that. Like I remember going to youth, man, I had, we had awesome youth pastors and we had an amazing worship team on youth. And like that was foundational for me growing up, having that in my life. Um, and I wish that I would have been as involved with church and God as my kids are now at their age. Um, because I was quite a bit older before I got involved like they are now. And how much older? I wasn't too far from driving, bro. So I was probably 14, maybe 15 when I started going to youth, but it's yeah. And like late, the late, better late than never. Is that what they say? Better, yeah, late, than better never. late than never. And God's, I'm not discounting what God has done. I'm just saying like, I know I'm, I'm excited for my kids that they've because had a better the age. They're yeah, at. Yeah. They have a better understanding. And there is a verse in the Bible and I don't know what it is, but it talks about how raising your kids up with God that though they may depart, they will always come back to him. And so, like, I know I fell away from God on multiple times in my life for long periods of times. Um, but I always knew, like, in the back of my head what I needed to have in my life, what that foundation was that I was supposed to be walking on. Yeah, because, man, if, like, as a parent, 
you raise your kids to be able to go to God when you're not available because there's going to be a time when you're not available and when something when you know what hits the fan then they got to look to someone if they're not able to look to you then they know the first person to go to is is God you know so even when I am available to put him first that he, he is their priority in their life well yeah I'm just talking about like I mean, the kids are going to come to you when something bothers them, yeah. you know, when they're sh- when when they're having a hard day at school or something like yeah. that. But as they get older, you know, and they have their own families and they move away and they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're they're not coming home to you at the end of the day to talk to you about it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they don't have to go talk to someone that's going to give them, you know, necessarily bad advice you know they can like you said go directly to god about it yeah you know because they know they can come to you and get exactly what they need they can go to god and get exactly what Mm -hmm. they need they can't necessarily just go to someone they know and you know get exactly what they need you know what i mean there's a different i mean they have two fathers they have you and they have the heavenly father Mm -hmm. so that's going to be their their two options on on who to go to And if they if they know that you're not there and they can they know, okay next step is go to God, Mm -hmm. you know, then that's that's the best way to raise raise children, man, because we're not always going to be there. No. You know what I mean? Well, and I know having that foundation in their life is just going to give them a better start to life, Uh, not just in school, but when they graduate, uh, when they are in a relationship when they get married, when they have their own kids, uh, to have that foundation knowing that God is their their solid rock, that God is their source, um, and to have that understanding going into everything that they're going to face, knowing that He is there with them. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's that's good, man. Yeah, like like you had, you had mentioned, um, you know, after school, you know, instead of making an unconscious decision. They know, okay, I need to go to God, have him help me make this decision because yeah. he's prepared my steps, so I need to, to walk exactly. in, in his ways. Yeah. Instead of, all right, I'm free now. Let's, you know, make my own decisions and do whatever. Yeah. You know, wh- when they know that, you know, God is prepared away from you and, and you need to walk in his ways, then they'll know, okay, what's my next step? I'm yeah. not going to choose my next step. I'm going to let God choose yeah, my next step. Exactly. You know, so, no, that's good. Yeah. And those, those are the kind of, of things that I know that I've struggled with over the years of not going to him first to ask him what he wants me to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's some very big decisions as you grow. Yeah. Very big very. decisions to make, and it's very easy to get off track and make decisions uh, that – that what what is that, um, endorphins? Is that what it is? As far as, like – Like when, when, when you're excited about doing something oh, and yeah, you make you, a bad decision because of – is it endorphins? Is that what your body gets or something? Uh, Man, I may be possibly. totally off. I don't know. Let me look make sure I'm <laughs> not saying something <laughs> I'm not supposed to say. Are you talking about, like, the way you feel when you're making a bad decision? I think it's... No, like, like um, if if endorphins are right, if, if I'm thinking, if if I got the right understanding of it, it's like, um, like when you're when you're when you're when you're going super fast in a car and your body adrenaline adrenaline but isn't it there's adrenaline in your body that can make your heart go faster um or get you excited about something uh, or get you ramped up i would talk more but i don't know where you're going with this (laughs) 
He's reading, folks. Give us a moment. <laughs> I don't know, man, but the way it looks, we may need to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know, we don't really cut much out. We, uh, you're, you're getting us just as we are. I don't know, bro. I don't know where you're Okay, going. no, I was off. Well, I, hey, is we can use that. Okay. We can use, so it says endorphins are hormones that are released when your body feels pain or stress. They are produced in the brain and act as a messenger in your body. Endorphins are produced to help relieve pain, reduce stress, and improve mood. So, okay. it's not the way I was trying to use it, but we can use it. So, when you're, when you're stressed or in a bad mood, sometimes, sometimes you can make bad decisions because somebody cuts you off and, and oh, okay. you know I what I'm see, saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Instead of, instead of going to God, going to God him make and a being, conscious hey, decision, your, your, your endorphins have taken over you. and you're, yeah. man, I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to be a scientist. <laughs> we got, we got to leave all that in there too. Yeah, let's leave okay, it in. We'll leave it in there. See, I told y'all you're getting us for just as we are. It's not the way I wanted to use it. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but we were able to use it. But you know, I think when we're going through something in life, let's okay, so let's go back to childhood. Sorry. Excuse uh, me. We we were talking about our childlike faith. Yeah, yeah. And a relationship with God. Um and like I think back to like a cartoon with like say Bugs Bunny when he's got like an evil Bugs Bunny and then an angel Bugs Bunny, one on either shoulder. Got you. And so your conscience and what that actually is, is God. It's his Holy Spirit talking to you, telling you, especially if you're thinking about making a bad decision, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And so as a kid, I was always taught that's your conscience. Your conscience is telling you, is helping you make a decision. Well, what I come to realize in my life as I've gotten older is it's not this voice inside my head. It's God inside my head oh yeah helping me make that decision so what i've the way i've explained it to my kids is that you know your conscience is the holy spirit trying to guide your life and that's what he wants to do he wants to guide us in our life and we still have free will we can still make the the poor decision um he doesn't make us do anything and so i think as a kid to have a better example or a better understanding of what that is and what that little voice inside your head is to help you make those right decisions to know that God is with you in everything that you're going through. Um, even as a kid, you know, you may be facing something that's super simple, like, should I cheat on this test or should I not? You know, or uh, making a decision whether or not you tell your parents the truth when you know you're going to get in trouble for something or lie about it. But that's God trying to direct you to do the right thing yeah and i think if i would have had a better understanding that as a kid i may have made better choices in my life um growing up so i think that's just part of growing and learning um coming yeah. closer to god yeah having a better understanding of who he is so yeah well and see, i was perfect i mean i'm still perfect but <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. This, <laughs> hey, man, he's what's a up? Funny guy. This is laugh. The laugh was. Uh, uh, put some man. emphasis on that laugh. I'm a. Uh, hey, y'all. I'm not judging. No, but listen, for real though, I was like, I was really good kid. I believe you were. I believe you were a good kid. I was a good I think, kid. I man. think. I think all kids are good kids. Mm-hmm. It's just what 
It's just me. based on no, don't just be that me, way, bro. Just me. It's based on what you're going through in your life and the situation that you're living in. You know, because I know there's kids that my kids go to school with, and they're like, "Mom, they just look completely defeated," or they don't have anything good going on in their life, and a kid's life should be a highlight. It should be a moment of happiness and joy, but because maybe where they're living or who they're living with or the things that their parents are going through, it's not. And, you know, I knew a ton of kids growing up that their parents got divorced. Yeah. And so they were going back and forth between mom and dads. And and that's hard. And that's something that kids should never have to go through. And, but that's just part of living in a fallen world. But I think having a better understanding of who God is at a younger age can help with those kind of things. But also, us instilling in our kids to share that love with their friends. Yeah. To invite them to youth, to invite them to church. Um, You know, one of the things that me and Heather, which especially Heather has always talked about when we moved here, was she wanted our house to be the house in the neighborhood that all the kids felt like they could come to. To feel like this was a safe place that it could be fun, um, and that also if there was something that they needed, that they could come to us. Yeah, um, and that's something that we've always talked about and that we wanted, and it it has it has definitely felt that way. Um, man, I can't tell you how many times we've had kids that would come over, and they would be here all the time, bro. Like there was there's a little boy that lives down the street, and yeah, I remember you for me quite a while. That. I would yeah. call him, "Hey, third kid." Like I would call him my kid because he was like he was here every day when I got home from work. Yeah, and uh, Eden's best friend Autumn lives just over a few houses. Also, um, like I treat her like she's one of my own, you know. And I think that's also something that God instills in us that He wants us to treat everybody as family because we are we're all His children, and so we shouldn't be treating people any differently because we don't know them. Uh, we should be showing them the same love that God shows us. Well, and that's what's good about Eden and Hayden, man, is, you know, you can tell that they want the best for, for other kids. You know, some kids just don't, they don't think about stuff like that. Yeah. Especially at that age. But, you know, the, the, the example you've set for them, you know, caring for others and, and wanting what's best for them, that's something that's in them now. And yeah. at this age, they're already wanting that for their friends. Yeah. You know, I remember when I, when I was a kid, um, there were, I think I was in middle school. There was a, another kid that I used to be friends with, and um, he smoked cigarettes yeah. in middle school. And would always, like, we'd be running track and he'd be coughing real bad. And I remember telling him, I said, man, you know what I want from Chris, for Christmas from you? He's like, well, I said, I want you to quit smoking. Yeah. Like, that's like, who thinks of that when you're a kid? You know what I mean? Like wanting something good for someone, yeah. you know what I mean? Like all I want from for Christmas from you is for you to quit smoking, for you to, you know, treat yourself better. You yeah. know, you deserve better. Yeah. And that's what I see in your kids. Like they, they're genuinely concerned about everybody's well-being. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that man, if, if if there were more kids like that, which there are, you know, I see them every Wednesday, mm, Yep. you know, yep. and I, w- I was just telling you that, that, you know, yesterday I was like, man, it's, you know, that's just our church. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? What are we, 70 plus kids? I on think a they said, uh, Whitney had said this past week that they had 110. There 110, 110 kids bro. there. Like, yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's 110 families that are being touched because of this and, kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows how many other families are being touched because this kid is part of the youth group. And that's just not being a part of the youth group but there's they're leading like mm-hmm. in their own circles like eden mm-hmm. you know she's she may not be a youth leader but she's leading she's leading yeah you know what i mean yeah. and well and there's kids from her school that have started going there that she has invited that. yeah because of her and 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 i was talking to mason and you know he was like man you know there's so many schools that are around this new building oh yeah you know that's gonna oh, yeah. hopefully God willing, attract more kids. Yeah, for sure. You know, especially yeah. in in the neighborhoods that are not so fond of you know. Well, and like there's there's houses right there behind the church, and so who knows what kind of people are going to be reached just by seeing that a church has moved into this building. Yeah, and they may have tried the church and, that was there before and didn't like it mm-hmm. or something, because God's God's going to plant you where He wants you. Where He wants you. I've yeah. tried so many times to find a church and I never could. I mean, there was so many churches that I went back time after time after time trying to get what I needed. Yeah. And I never could. I went to to Living Church, which is now more church mm-hmm. our church. I went there one Sunday and I was like, this is it. Yep. Like there's no question, yep. no and doubt that, about it. It was the same thing for this me and Heather it. when we went when we were looking for a new church. We had a uh, we when we decided we were going to start looking, we said we're going to try somewhere for a month, yeah, b- before we make a decision because you know you never know there could be a guest speaker or the pastor may be having an off week or maybe he's fighting something or maybe there's something heavy going on in the church that we don't know about. So we decided that we were going to try any church that we went to for a month, and I think we did pretty good at it. Um, but then when we went there, yeah, the same thing. It was first week, which neither of us said it at the moment at that time, but we had both said that. Um, we felt like that, that was, was it. it. That was where we were supposed to be. And by the second week, we were like, okay, this is it. There's no reason to say that we're just trying this church. That's like, so cool, that's, man. This is our church. And it has been home, for man. Yeah. eight and a half years now. Yeah. You know? it's it, Man, It's there's something about it. And like I said, man, that's where God's planted us. Yeah. You know, that's that's where he wanted. That's where he wants us, and that's where we're able to get out of it what we, what we need to continue because I mean you can go somewhere and it not be your place and you're forcing yourself every day but but it you know it, it's man on Sundays I'm like I don't you know I'm at, at the you know at the end I'm like no keep going keep yeah. like I'm not other church I was like man can we go now right you know I'm yeah. ready to go and it's not that I wasn't being able to to get fed God's word or what God had for me but it wasn't the right place yeah like it wasn't the right, the right plot to be planted in the right field. Yeah. yeah, and now God's planted me where He wants me, and I'm able to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Because if you're not planted in the in the right soil, you're not going to grow. Yeah. Well, and I'm excited with us going into this new building, especially for youth, because you know we do safety on Wednesday nights for youth, and I'm excited to see all the new faces. And I'm like, it's yeah, it's a blessing to be able to get to be part of that. And on Wednesday night, and to see that, and to experience those kids, um, and especially for me, you know, looking back on my childhood as a youth, going to youth group, and how impactful that was for me. Yeah. And so I'm I'm excited to see how it grows, how much it grows, 
Um, and, and yeah, I think like you had said that Mason had mentioned, there's so many schools in this area that maybe they don't have a youth group that they know about that they can go to. And I'm sure there's other churches in the area that have youth groups, but man, it's, I really feel like it's going to be a huge thing. It's going to give a huge opportunity for growth. Um, and being right there where it's located, it's going to be so visible. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about how many people go in just that little area that's got all those restaurants. Yeah. And right there off of 287 and 20 where you can see it from the highway. And and there's not a better a better group of kids as far as youth goes. There's not a better group of kids to invite those yeah, kids in. They're always you know welcome. what I mean? They're always welcome. Because, that, man, yeah. that's like – I mean, I – Excuse me. I remember when I was a kid and I was going to youth. It seemed like a lot of them were just like being dropped off. They yeah, were just there. Yeah, they just there because <coughs> their mom and dad was making But, man, there's so many of them that are involved. Like mm-hmm. they worship. They sing. They're a part of something. Yep. They, you know, yep. they're not just showing up, hanging out, sitting down, no. you know, on their phone, and then but, they leave. But they still have fun. Like, it's yeah. not just church. It's not just worship. It's not just a word. But like, they go and they have fun and they get to hang out and they do they do all sorts of extra events throughout the year. Yeah, and I think that's really cool to have a youth group that's so active, very and, active. Yeah, um, to be able to do the fun things that they get to do throughout the year. But they also serve, like they've done outreaches for the city, you know, and they've done volunteer days. Yeah, and they've done. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. I'm not sure exactly where they went, but they did uh, a worship time in the city. Like, they just went out really? into public. Into, I think it was in a park. And, yeah, they just did worship out there. Man, that's cool. Yeah. And so, and I know they've had a lot of youth event nights at uh, Catherine Rose Park. And, of course, they bring all the youth flags and put them in the ground. So that's just one more way that they're inviting more people. Man, that would be so cool to do something like yeah. that. Do, like, a worship like just go out and yeah in the city and worship yeah so sing god's praises man because you dude like you you may feel uncomfortable or not you i'm just saying in general like i remember there were times where i felt uncomfortable and you hear a lot of people you know testify to that like God put it on my heart to do this, but I felt embarrassed or maybe people would look at me different, so I didn't do it. Those are the times where somebody's needing to hear it mm-hmm. or needing to see it or needing that experience. Yeah. So, I mean, man, you never know, you know, who's going to hear it or see what you're doing and, and it, it actually touch them. And it may not just be a youth that it touches. It may be an adult. Exactly, yeah. Like um, Kyle and Sydney Bunch, they live over in downtown Mansfield and the lot down there we were doing a worship night the church was doing a worship night and they heard music and that was how they found the church no that was, way yeah, that's how they found the church we were doing a worship night down there at the lot and yep that's how they found the church so it's like stuff like that it's not we're not as a church we're not supposed to be just in a building and the church is not the building the church is us um and so god wants us to go out and so, like, that's a perfect example. Like, the youth going out and having a worship night. You know, the church having a worship night at the lot and people finding the church. Um, during COVID, when we were not allowed to meet in the building, we were out there on the 36 acres. That's how uh, Michael and Tina Bennett found the church because they heard the music. They were out there 
fishing on one of the, the creeks over there and heard the music and they started coming and that's how they found the church we're doing it so that's one more thing it's like christmas ha- ha- having those outreaches like that caroling there you go and you did that last year too we're gonna do it this year the, the youth went out and did uh christmas caroling they did we're gonna do it but we're gonna do worship songs there you go like actual yeah i want to do it okay let's do it let's do it that'd be cool man yeah because there's all sorts of christian christmas songs that we could go yeah that'd be really cool it would be i want to do it i feel like we've gotten way off way way off the subject here it's all we right, always man. do we always do but we're, we're, we're not guiding this nope whatever he wants us to talk about it's okay but it's man i'm excited stuff. like i can't wait i like i even want to be part of the moving like i signed up to yeah uh any night of the week of course we got you know podcast one night and we got youth one night um and we got our re-engage that's another thing man like which maybe i shouldn't say this you know what whatever i'm gonna say it anyways Um, oh god here we go the we have started me and heather and the bennett's michael and tina have started leading a marriage ministry in the church uh called re-engage and it hasn't gone public to the church yet because we're in our pilot um i think we've got three weeks so we've got two more lessons and then we have our celebration night so we have three more weeks um, and then we're going to launch it in June, June or July, public to the church. So that's another ministry that's going to start, that's going to be public to the church in this new building. And I'm excited about that because th- there's so much opportunity for growth. And again, where it's at, it's centrally located. That's awesome. And it's not just in the church. It's um, a discipleship that another church started 20 plus years ago. And so it'll be on their website. It'll be on our church's website and it's open to the public. That's awesome. It's not just open to the church. And so having this new facility that God has blessed us with is going to give us opportunity for that to also grow. Excuse me. But, uh, something I was going to say earlier, and I've just, just come back to my mind now. Um, as a kid, my mom told me that she always felt well, my mom said that when she had me, she told God that I was his, that she was giving me back to him, that she was dedicating my life to him, um, and that she always felt like I was going to be on some level of leadership, like a pastor or a preacher or something, which I've never felt that calling on my heart. But I feel like because my mom gave me back to the Lord is where I am, why yeah. I am where I am in my life. And that's not to say, I think it's real easy to think, well, if you're going to be a preacher or a pastor, you're going to be on stage. Well, we're on lots of stages in life. I can be a pastor in my church. I can mm-hmm. be a pastor at my job. You know, we're preaching or pastoring. I guess pastoring is a better word um, through our podcast. Yeah. Um, we're pastoring when we are doing safety at youth on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um uh, we're pastoring people when we go out into the city and do volunteer days. Yeah. Um, and that's something that my mom did when I was a kid. And I thank, thank you, mom. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for giving me back to God. Um, thank you for dedicating me back to him and, uh, bringing me up with him. Because like I said, I, I am where I am now because my mom made that, decision that she was going to give me back to the Lord and 
man, it's been a heck of a ride. I'll tell you that, you know, and, but I'm thankful that I had parents that encouraged me to go to church, that brought me up in church, that yep. though we weren't always in church together as a family, they instilled that in me, um, that they instilled for me to pray, mm-hmm. to seek God. Um, and they've encouraged me, bro. Like they've encouraged me a lot through my life. Um, and I know my dad, he listens to the podcast. So, um, but back to the whole, you know, we're pastoring people by following what God wants us to do. Yeah. You know, for sure. Even you being a stage manager, bro, like being able to, to handle the props and things like you do on Sunday, like that's, that's helping pastor the church. Um, being part of the usher team, you know, having smile and face, talking to people, welcoming people, especially somebody that's brand new. Yeah. That's, that's pastoring people. Man, so. it's serving the churches. Like I said before, that's, I wish I, I only, only regrets I have is not doing it sooner when you try yeah. to get me into it sooner, man, because trust me, whoever's thinking about it, whoever has it on their heart to do it, do it. Yeah. It's the Don't best feeling. Jump in. It's the best feeling in the world to be able, to be a part of someone's walk with God because that's what it is. Because you're able to make it happen, you know. When because a lot of people need that Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. A lot of people's had a horrible week. They have no idea how to make it through. But there's other people that just they've had a great week and they just need another way to connect with God mm-hmm. and fellowship church worship great people is another way to do that and because we're serving we're able to make help make that happen Mm -hmm. and that that's being a part of someone's walk with god it's a part of that journey and i mean you can't you can't help everybody but you're you're a part of an uh you're a part of a um a created group of disciples that is yeah. helping people. Yep. You're a part of helping that. Disciple. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's, it's so much deeper than just getting dressed on Sunday, showing up, you know, doing your hour and hour and a half and then going home, man. It's like lives are being changed every Sunday. And you're making connections. Like that's another big part about it is you're making connections with people. Cause it'd be really easy to come in the church, attend church and leave. But yeah. when you're serving, you're making connections, you're meeting people, you're getting to have conversations with people that you typically wouldn't have conversations yeah. with. Yeah. And so being part of a ministry team is not just what you can do for somebody else, but what it does for us. And like I'm excited to be back on the Usher the Usher team. Yeah. Like I enjoyed that last week and it was good cuz I got to see some faces that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Even though I I still serve on other teams like it was good. It was exciting, so it's really nice, man. It's 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 a blessing. It's an honor. Yeah, and it's the best feeling to be a part of. Yeah, it is. All these amazing journeys, and it's I'm gonna say it's all been part of the journey that we started as kids. Yeah, like it's all started all from there. Yeah, you know we had our 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 special connection with God as a kid. You know, one on one. And now we're able to share what we have and share what other people have to give to God. And we all do it together. Yeah. You know, that's that's awesome. And, and God's up there smiling, you know, so happy to see us us doing that. Yeah. And um, 
I mean, he does uh, he does so much for us, man, day in and day out. You know, doing doing this for him. You know, obviously, if <clears throat> it feels like there's no way we could ever repay him for what he does for us, but he's just happy to see us in in community and and serving him together and and helping each other and loving, you know, loving each other equally. Yeah. You know, and, and helping each other in in their sh- their their walk with God. Mm-hmm. It's a good exactly. thing, man. Good yeah, feeling. It is a good journey. And getting to do this. Getting it's to just do one this. One more thing. Yeah. It's one more part of it. So it's good for us, but it's also good to get to be able to share it with others great people yeah lots of feedback and uh like like i've always said it's if nobody else gets anything out of it i know it's always been a blessing to me yeah you know it's it's obviously you know we we want to touch people but sitting here talking like i don't even think about that like it's normal to me to to talk about god like i'm not all right i gotta talk about god because somebody may need to hear something like it's like that's not why I do it. I do it because I enjoy talking about about God. I enjoy sharing what God's done for me. I enjoy talking to my brother about it. You know, that's that's why this all began because we enjoy talking to each other on Wednesday nights when we're, you know what I mean. And we're like, you know, God's done some amazing stuff for us, and God doesn't want us to keep that to ourselves. No, He doesn't. He wants us to share it. Speaking of not keeping it to ourselves and sharing it, uh, somewhere. Along the way, we've got some new followers, um, and I'm probably going to get it wrong. Uh, Portugal. Portugal? Portugal, yeah. So, some new followers, some new uh, listeners. That's exciting, man. Thank and, you guys uh, for, for you know tuning in and, and listening to what we have to say and what God's done with us and uh, what God's doing through us. You know, it's, yeah. it's a blessing to, to share that with you and have you be a part of this as well i mean we're you know we're a family you know mm-hmm. and and that's what we're doing we're building god's kingdom and and all his children are coming together and this is one way to bring us all together yep, exactly it's, it's awesome man it's good it's exciting hey y'all if you if you haven't subscribed uh go subscribe to our channel we got we're on youtube apple spotify um uh, follow us like us uh comment and yeah share it comments we love your comments we want to read everything that god's doing in your life and and anything you may need us to pray for you about or for you know we're we're that's what we're here for you know we're we're here to to help god's god's kingdom and your family um so that's what that's that's what we that's what we like to see we like to see you know feedback we like to see you you know what, what you need um us to pray about and we'll pray about it you know leave us a comment yeah absolutely but all right y'all thanks for uh sitting in and checking it out and listening to us that was good, Blabble. <laughs> yeah <laughs> way off subject that's okay though it was good brother yeah. all right y'all have a great day we'll see you later all right man god bless Bye. Bye.